Welcome to the Crispin Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Crispin. Topics on today's episode include the cost of loan production, more moves in the wholesale space, and some market moving data ahead of Fed Chair Powell's latest remarks in Jackson Hole. Abraham Lincoln famously stated, don't believe everything you read on the internet. There are always rumors out there, and the latest across my desk, given the student loan forgiveness news, is that Nancy Pelosi, who's very distantly related to California's Gavin Newsom through a marriage of his aunt, is leading the charge for the Biden administration to forgive her bar tabs. Not true. But, speaking of the partial student loan forgiveness, which critics say does nothing to stop the real culprit of skyrocketing college cost inflation, the credit community seems to think that we won't see the quote, settled for less than agreed, end quote, Typically, that is associated with charge-off accounts, and probably won't impact credit scores. But don't quote me on that. What is more factual is lenders continuing to try to turn fixed costs into variable costs. And why not? The MBA tells us that total loan production expenses, which include commissions, compensation, occupancy, equipment, and other production expenses and corporate allocations, increased to a study high of $10,937 per loan in the second quarter up from $10,637 per loan in the first quarter of 2022. From the third quarter of 2008 to last quarter, loan production expenses have averaged $6,902 per loan. Personnel expenses averaged $7,371 per loan in the second quarter, up from $7,113 per loan in the first quarter. And some companies are saying no moss. More on that in just one second. I'd like to thank today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Recently named a top 100 firm by Inside Public Accounting, Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, cybersecurity, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry. The firm has also consistently been recognized as one of the fastest growing firms in the country and has been named to the Housing Wire Tech 100 in Mortgage, Accounting Today Firms to Watch, and the fastest growing firms. The firm has also received multiple awards for excellence in firm culture from inside public accounting. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Lenders have different channels that they can enter or exit depending on circumstances. Yesterday, California's Mountain West announced a decision to focus on its growing retail division, expanding in California, Oregon, Arizona, Nevada, Colorado, New Mexico, Texas, and Minnesota. However, the press release did say that, quote, Mountain West Financial has made the difficult decision to take a step back from wholesale lending. We appreciate and are grateful for the partnerships forged and the opportunity to have served you and your borrowers throughout the years. Through this transition, we are committed to remaining transparent and honoring all loans in your Bolt pipeline that have been submitted. You and your clients can expect the same high level of service that you have received from Mountain West since day one, And as such, all submitted loans must be locked by Friday, August 26th, and all loans must close by September 30th, end quote. And the question often comes up about IT companies taking over residential lending or real estate transactions in general. Here, Really admits to an unfavorable capital raising environment, despite Really providing a one-stop shop for home buyers and selling, including mortgage origination, title, escrow, and power buying. So where'd that $100 million round go that they raised? The startup joins the list of companies shutting down for various reasons. 
Based in San Francisco, the fintech company said it will cease operating and start laying off most of its workforce on September 9th. Recall that earlier this year, Really announced plans to expand outside California and into other states by the end of 2022. But that was then, and this is now. And we have challenging real estate and financial market conditions and that unfavorable capital raising environment. The six year old company determined the best course of action was to close. Quote, Active real estate transactions will continue to be supported through the end of the year by a small team of employees, Reality said in a statement, which also mentioned that Reality is in talks with companies that have expressed interest in acquiring these specific parts of its business. Reality co-founder and chairman of the board, Amit Haller, commented, quote, Reality was one of the pioneering companies to offer the buy-before-you-sell and cash-offer programs to homeowners. We believe deeply in benefiting the consumer foremost in every transaction. The six years really spent evolving the prop tech market in California helped elevate and transform the industry. End quote. CEO Tyler Baldwin added, We had an incredible six year run delighting homeowners. We want to extend our deepest gratitude to the thousands of homeowners who trusted really with their homeownership journeys, the really team, our investors, and those who rooted for us from the sidelines. It's always been a pleasure to serve our communities. End quote. We learned yesterday from Freddie Mac that U.S. mortgage rates soared to 5.55% last week. Rates reaching the highest level since June? Why? Hawkish Fed speak has renewed the squeeze on homebuyers. Rising rates have also steepened the 2s 10s curve and widened MBS spreads. But there was some relief yesterday as bond yields fell with traders awaiting Fed Chair Powell's speech today for clues on how much further the Federal Reserve will pump brakes on the economy to bring inflation back under control. Fed officials have stressed the need to keep raising interest rates even as they reserve judgment on how big of a hike to implement at the September FOMC meeting. Ahead of today's aforementioned highly anticipated speech from Fed Chairman Powell, the market yesterday received comments from several Fed officials. Kansas City Fed President George said that the Fed funds rate is not at a restrictive level at this time and that the Fed could hold a rate above 4%. St. Louis Fed President Bullard said in the afternoon that rates are not high enough now and that he is targeting a Fed funds range between 3.75% and 4% for the end of the year. The New York Fed released a new purchase schedule yesterday covering the August 26th to September 14th period that totaled $4.4 billion as expected. The schedule is expected to be the last for some time, with paydowns expected to be below the $35 billion tapering cap. There are no changes to the coupons from the prior schedule for 30-year operations that cover 4% through 5%. Though of the two UMBS 15 operations, one will target 3.5% and 4% like the prior schedule, and one will target 4% and 4.5%. Current coupon production. As noted above, today brings the much-awaited speech from Fed Chairman Powell on the economic outlook before the Kansas City Fed's Jackson Hole Economic Policy Symposium called Reassessing Constraints on the Economy and Policy. Ahead of that, we've already seen July personal income and spending up 0.2% and 0.1% respectively. The core PCE price index, which came in up 4.7% for the year and 0.1% month over month. And later this morning brings advanced economic indicators for July and final August Michigan sentiment. We begin the day with agency MBS prices down a quarter and the 10-year yielding 3.06 after closing yesterday at 3.03% after this initial salvo of numbers. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. The crusty Navy Master Chief noticed a new seaman and barked at him, Get over here. What's your name, sailor? John, the seaman replied. Look, 
I don't know what kind of bleeding heart pansy crap they're teaching sailors in boot camp these days, but I don't call anyone by his first name, the chief scowled. It breeds familiarity, and that leads to a breakdown in authority. I refer to my sailors by their last names only. Smith, Jones, Baker, whatever. And you are to refer to me as chief. Do I make myself clear? Aye, aye, chief. Now that we got that straight, what's your last name? The seaman sighed. Darling. My last name is John Darling, chief. Okay, John, here's what I want you to do. (laughs) Thanks again to Richie May. To stay competitive in this market, lenders need to find efficiencies and understand their operations in a much deeper way. Richie May's consulting, cybersecurity, business intelligence, and automation services are designed by mortgage experts to help you continue to drive growth and increase profitability. Visit richiemay.com advisory to learn more about how you can differentiate your business or set up a meeting with one of Richie May's experts. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.